0: i'm going to speak something else very personal and this is very much a part of the the heart and the legacy of Radha Gopinath temple for inconceivable reasons which are too much to try to explain now in chopati mumbai it was begun in a little tiny rat infested room and gradually over the years grew to be a nice temple with thousands of, of congregation and many hundreds of brahmacharis. And what happened is at the beginning we, we started, we were not in ISKCON and this is a mystery. And because we were not for about eight years of developing, none of the leaders of ISCON would ever come, especially in a public forum. And it was in 1993. I was sitting in my little room, the same room I have since 1987. And I got a phone call and it was Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, who I hadn't seen in about eight years. And he was so kind. He was so gracious. And it just filled my heart because, you know, I was feeling so lonely for the association of my God brothers. And he asked if he could come to our temple. And I said, yes, please come, come Sunday. So it was a Sunday, and I was giving the Sunday Feast lecture in the afternoon. And there were hundreds and hundreds of devotees filling the room. And right in the middle of the lecture, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj came through the door, and he started walking through the crowd of devotees who were sitting on the floor and when i saw him it was such an emotional experience because never before in the history of our temple has a senior god brother come and i got up from the asana and i was moving through the crowds of devotees sitting down and he was moving through this crowds of devotees sitting down and and in the middle of it with hundreds and hundreds of people sitting around We embraced and we embraced for a long time and we all felt we all felt such a reunion with Srila Prabhupada's movement at that moment and he came and sat on the asana and he gave the class and what a wonderful class he made everyone he he just quelled devotees um, reservations about whatever may have been um, in the past. And that was a major breakthrough in Radha Gopinath Temple's history when he came to the temple. And many of you who are with us today remember that moment because it was unforgettable. And we were having yatras. Bhakti Charu Maharaj, after his talk, we went back in my room and we sat and, t- and talked together, just the two of us for many hours. And we're revealing our hearts to each other. And he was just so understanding and so encouraging and so loving and, and yet giving such beautiful guidance. And he invited, come to Mayapur for your Yatra and stay at the Iskhan Mayapur Chandradaya Temple. He said, I will make all arrangements for all your devotees. So this was something wonderful. We were going to be staying at the Iskhan Temple. And when we came that year, several hundred devotees, when we arrived in Mayapur, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj and His Holiness, Srila Patak Swami Maharaj, the reception that we received we weren't even in ISKCON at that time. The reception that we received was like no other we had ever received. There was so much love. There was such beautiful ceremonies. There was such um, respect exchanged that everyone who experienced that from Radha un- Temple understood that, yes, this is truly our family and this is truly our home. And it's Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj and His Holiness jayapatak Swami Maharaj who made that possible. Their graciousness, their kindness, their love, their... Srila Prabhupada was, was manifesting through them to all of the devotees. And when we would go out on parikramas regularly, Jaipatak Swami Maharaj and Bhakti Charu Maharaj would come out and explain the holy places of Mayapur Dham. When we'd come back to the temple, they would both arrange such incredible, wonderful, special prasad and everything. And that's something I'm forever grateful for. And soon after that, officially Radagopinath Temple and all and and its branches all came back into Srila Prabhupada's movement of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. And we owe so much to Bhakti Charu Maharaj and Jaipatak Maharaj for that. When I would come to Mayapur, because I was made a GBC. When I would come for the meetings and for the festival, Bhakti Charu Swamimara so affectionately would always invite me to stay in his room with him. And I remember the first year. I was right in his room, and we would sleep next to each other at night, and we would bathe in the same little bathroom, and, and it was just the two of us in the room, but I remember something that affected me so deeply and still does at around midnight. We would take rest around nine or ten and around midnight, every night, I would hear Bhakti Maharaj in his little office translating Srila Prabhupada's books in Bengali. This was 90, 1994, 1995, 1996. He would be translating from midnight till about four in the morning and seven days a week. Such a devotion. When did he sleep? I couldn't understand. But I remember every night when I would, I would just wake up in the middle of the night and I knew for sure that he would not be sleeping in his little cot next to me, but rather he would be in his little office just behind with his dictaphone, offering Srila Prabhupada's divine words into the Ganga of the of the Bengali language. He took Prabhupada's instruction to him as his life and soul. Srila Prabhupada would quote that the path of devotional service really is to take the order of the spiritual master as one's life and soul, to be resolute in purpose with one aim. And I could see that I could feel that. I could hear that. It was a very transforming experience. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on DevotionalNectar.com